tired of political correctness? Sick of cancel culture? Got something to say? Just say it. Just say it. A pro-America anti-censorship podcast hosted by Jesse Michael Elliott. How is everybody's Tuesday? I hope you guys enjoyed your Monday episode. I hope you guys who had a chance to get, to watch the RNC kicked off last night. For those of you who didn't get to watch it, we're going to break down. We have an article breaking down some of the key moments, and then we're going to give our take on it. And at the very end, we're going to talk about what I think might have been one of the best speeches I've ever heard in my life, especially considering the climate we're in right now and what's going on in America. We're going to talk about it as the last article, but I implore you, if you did not see, I'll save it. I'll save it as a teaser. I'll save it. If you did not see this one speech, I mean, all the speeches at this thing were for the most part great. Not a fan of some, but we'll get into that later. But if you didn't see this one, you have to watch it. We'll hit that later. But today is going to be focused on the devil herself. Hillary Rotten Clinton. So why don't, instead of talking about it, why don't we get into episode 33, Devil in the Details. So let's hit it. Here we go. So this is an article by The Federalist, one of our favorite uh, news sources, beautiful website. I like a lot of their stuff. Uh, We were going to lead with some of the uh, stuff that's going on in Wisconsin right now, but when I was putting together the sh- the, I picked the articles right before the show what I want to cover because news nowadays is twenty four hours so it's breaking all the time, so I want I want I saw this and I'm like this has to be it this has to be it we have to talk about this devil because she will not go away she will not go away ever, so let's just get into this article so this is an article by the Federalist. So Hillary Clinton tells Joe Biden to not accept the election results if he loses. Funny, but if he wins, he should accept them, right? Now, isn't this funny? The one the one that accused Trump of not accepting the election results if they happen. The one who made a big deal out of that because you remember when Trump was debating Hillary one of the debates that question was brought up if they would if it was really it was asked to both of them but it was really targeted at Trump whether or not he would accept the results but what what ended up happening it's now been 4 years and this hag has still not accepted the results of the 2016 election and her constant cry credo is that oh i won the popular vote First off, the popular vote. There's a bunch of illegal votes. Okay. And winning the popular vote when the vote is decided by the electoral college, the popular vote doesn't matter. It's like, oh, I won the game if it was played by a different set of rules. This is what she sounds like. She sounds like a buffoon. She sounds like an idiot. So let's get into this. So according to Hillary Clinton... Joe Biden will eventually win the 2020 election, or at least she believes so. In order for that to happen, however, 
Joe Biden must not accept the election results if things, this is a quote now, drag out, whatever that means. Specifically, Clinton thinks Biden should not concede under any circumstances. Do you hear that? The same woman, I mean calling her a woman is more like the, the jackal, the same woman that accused saying that Trump would not accept the results is now telling Joe Biden not to accept the results. And this is their whole plan with the mail-in voting. Is to say, oh, I don't know if Trump really won. There's still votes coming in. Oh, well, it, it was rigged. This is their plan. to so chaos in this country. They want to see America burn. They hate you. So here's another quote. If it's a close election, like, say Biden wins. What do you think Trump will do? Jennifer Palmieri asked the former Secretary of State, failed 2016 presidential candidate, on an episode of Showtime's The Circus. Clinton suggested Republicans will try different strategies, such as messing up absentee balloting, like she said they have done in Wisconsin. As if Hillary knows what happens in Wisconsin, right? Because she never did rallies. Trump was the one on the night of the election working his butt off and had a rally at like 12 o'clock in the morning. Trump was the reason that he won. He put in the hard work. Hillary less rested on her laurels and thought, you know, she could have all these celebrities get her the vote. Jay-Z, Beyonce, all these clowns that, you know, are shills for the radical left. So the only way they can win is by either suppressing or stopping voting or outright intimidating people into feeling they have to go with the strong guy, Clinton said. For, see, the way she's saying this here, she's putting it in that way. That way she can't be wrong, right? Well, Americans wanted to vote for a strong guy. What's wrong with that? That's not a wrong statement. Oh, well suppressing the vote well how can you really prove that oh wait you can't so she's saying this in that context because she can't technically be wrong because some of it is true and the other when it comes to voting for a strong man who doesn't want a strong leader and notice how she threw in the sexism there by using the term man no they want a strong leader period and voter suppression you really can't prove that you can't prove that so it's a win-win for her making this statement, and it's disgusting, and it's typical politics. In this, if you think in the swing states, especially in the liberal, the states that typically turn blue every presidential election, that are swing states, if you don't think Black Lives Matter are going to have activate, activists out there, you have another thing coming. They are going to try and suppress the votes in swing states. I guarantee it. Not the Republicans. The Republicans, real conservative people, don't tread on me people, want to be left alone, go about their day, go to work, vote, and feed their family. They don't want to deal with any of this. They're not trying to shove anyone's agenda down their throat. They are the ones who want to be simply left alone. So what you're saying isn't true. You're speaking of the activism of the Democratic Party, the far-left radicals, which is now the Democratic Party. This isn't the party of JFK anymore, my friends. This isn't even the party of Bill Clinton. People liked him because of his personality. He's like a, a college frat boy guy. He's like a relatable guy. He was a human. 
That's why he won. Okay. But even the party isn't even like Bill Clinton anymore. It's far left sickos. Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton at one point in time were both for a wall. Now it's, as you see, the Democrats, it's any way the wind blows. And it's in plain sight and it's old and it's boring, quite frankly. So this is an interesting conclusion from Clinton, who in 2016, when faced off against President Donald Trump, the candidate for presidency, said that disrespecting, this is what we alluded to when we talked about the debates before, disrespecting the election results is an existential threat. But of course, the the Democrats, the left, doesn't play by their own rules. They make up the rules to shut you up so they can do whatever they want. And when the rules apply to them, they change the rules. So this is a tweet from Hillary Clinton in 2016 calling her on her BS. Donald Trump refused to say that he respect the results of the, the election. By doing that, he's threatening her democracy. What is she doing now? Oh, but wait, she doesn't care what she said because now the rules change, right? This is what they do. Don't play. And this is my major complaint with the weak rhinos in the Congress, the Senate, and wherever. We don't want your weakness. The only compliment, and Donald Trump says this all the time, the only thing good about the Democrats, they're united. They don't back down. The Republicans are weak. The ones that aren't pro-Trump are weak wafflers, scared to stand up for what's right. And to be honest with you, if you're scared to stand up for what's right, just because of political correctness and cancel culture, you're no good to me. Let someone else have your job. I have a newsflash for you. The old Republican Party, nobody wants them. I'm an independent. I vote for the best person who I feel lines up with my beliefs and is the best person for the job. I don't care about red or blue. I care about what's right. And if the rhinos think that after after this election in 2024, if you think the Trump crowd is going to vote for someone like Nikki Haley or some throwback establishment candidate rhino, you have another thing coming. We won't come out and vote for you. We don't like you. We see through you. You're no different than the Democrats. Wake up. The Tea Party movement which is now the Trump movement, we're not going away. We're the real people in America. And some of, to be fair, some of the, the Democrats, the old school Kennedy Democrats, are the real people in, the, in America too. But the problem is some of them are so confined by, oh, it's voting for Donald Trump and oh, party line, that they can't vote for Donald Trump. But they really should. They really should. You should vote for Donald Trump. It doesn't matter that you voted Democrat your whole life. That shouldn't be, oh, so if you did something your whole life, even if it's wrong, oh, now the right choice is Trump. You're not going to do it just because you did something else your whole life. That doesn't make any sense. Some of these Democrats need to do what's right and vote for Trump. How can you vote? Take all the policies aside. How can you vote for Joe Biden? He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know where he is. Bernie Sanders and those rad the radical group of AOC, Tlaib, and brother marrier omar is going to be running this country and it's a clear and present danger so I mean, they called her out on her irony and i don't want to talk about the rest because it, it's irony it's it's ironic it's rules for us not for them that's all it is
That's all it is. So we're going to talk about this. And then we're going to get into some tweets. I think every Tuesday what I want to do is have some fun on Twitter. Because it's Twitter Tuesday. Why not have some fun on uh, Twitter? So we led with the lead. We're going to cover this article because I think it's ironic. And then we're going to get into some Twitter tweets. Why don't we do that? So here's a Breitbart article. Posted this on our Facebook page. A lot of the, some of the articles I'll post before we talk about them. Just to get the, some of the people that follow us updated on current events. So if you want to catch some breaking news, follow us on Facebook. It's just at JSI Podcast. So NFL has 77 apparently false positive COVID tests from the lab. The NFL has 77 positive COVID-19 test results from 11 teams re-examined by a New Jersey lab after false positives. And those tests came back all negative. So all of the 77 tests that they claimed were COVID positive came back from another lab when they were double checked. Turns out they were negative. The reason I could really care less about the NFL. I'm a Cowboys fan. But like I said a hundred times, if the one Cowboy player kneels, the game's going off. The game's going off. The game will go off. I mean, I I was waiting to watch UFC. As you can tell, I'm a huge UFC fan. I watched UFC, UFC every week. UFC, I was waiting for it to come on, and ESPN didn't finish the basketball game. So I had to wait for the basketball game to end before UFC started. And there was a minute left. And I look at the court, and I see Black Lives Matter. I look at the players' shirts on the bench, and they're all black t-shirts with Black Lives Matter. I instantly shut off the game. I cannot deal with it anymore. I cannot deal with it anymore. Stop supporting people that burn, loot, and murder. Okay? Okay. So the league asked New Jersey Lab Bioreference to investigate the results after 77 came back positive. Among teams reporting false positive, who cares? The Jets canceled a walkthrough all because of this. All because of this. The Detroit Lions had a player with a false positive test from the same lab in New Jersey, and he was held out of practice. See, this is what I'm talking about. And this is the reason why I keep bringing up all these sites, these websites, these real websites exposing overblown COVID cases, false positives, fake death rate, fake rates. What was done in Massachusetts? What was done by Phil Murphy in New Jersey sending sick COVID people into nursing homes? Inflated the numbers. And now we're seeing crazy false positives. And what's happening? Sports aren't allowed to start because of it. Teams are holding players out of practice over false information. Forget all that. Our country is closed. Places are being lit on fire. People are losing their businesses. People aren't allowed to pray. People aren't allowed to work out. All because of a lot of fake information. Fake. It's outrageous. It's disgusting. It's because absolute power and fear corrupts. Absolutely. It's a fear game at this point. It's a fear game. And it needs to stop. And it's not going to stop until people like us keep talking about it. And spreading the word. We are the front lines, my friends. Let's go. Unless you're going around people, unless you're constantly around people, 70 plus, 65 plus with bad health conditions, 
then yeah, you should get tested because you don't want to hurt them because if they get it, but you're not at risk. So if you're going to be around older people, yeah, you should get tested. Other than that, why are we testing people? Stop it. Stop it. It's overblown. It's a joke at this point. It's a joke at this point. Yes, COVID is real, but H1N1 was real. We didn't shut down the country. Everything is the flu. We don't shut down the country. It's political power. So let's get into Twitter Tuesday. Let's get into some tweets, but I want to play this video and check out our episode. Uh, LeBron James attacks Donald Trump. We did it recently. And there was a reason why we covered that story because we knew this Muppet was going to keep race baiting in this country. He was going to keep up the narrative. LeBron James, for those of you who don't know, is constantly compared to Michael Jordan. He's one of the top 10 NBA players of all time. But this guy keeps sticking his nose where I feel it doesn't belong. Because why? He is, his statements cause people to burn, loot, and murder. I want you to listen to this. This is LeBron James' response to the shooting of Jacob Blake, who we covered yesterday. If you're sitting here telling me that there was no way to subdue that gentleman um, or, or detain him or to just before the firing of guns, um, then you, you, you're sitting here and you're lying to not only me, you lie to every African American, every black person in the community, because we see it over and over and over. There was multiple, if you watch the video, there was multiple moments where if they wanted to, they could have, they could have tackled him. They could have grabbed him. You know, they, that, they could have done that. And why, why does it always have to get to a point where we see Pause for a second, okay, because I got a lot to say about this. First off, for those of you not watching on YouTube, the majority of you guys listen to podcasts. Let me sh tell you, this guy's body language is disgusting. He's sitting up there all smug and rolling, making embellishments with his eyes and stuff, okay? So this, he's cocky body language. Number one, the initial footage released by a phone, first off, it's not official footage. It's a guy in his house window releasing footage, number one. Number two, it's only 19 seconds long. Okay, and it starts off with the guy on the back, behind the car, walks around to the front and reaches into his car. Okay. First off, if you did not learn anything from the George Floyd case... You do not react right away. While I understand it's a human condition to see something and get upset and to want it. We live in a world now where everything is instant gratification. Instant response. They don't wait for information. They just say things. They read the headline and they say things and they repeat things that aren't true. This is extremely dangerous. What this man is saying about oh African Americans. First off, a man was shot by police after a domestic call. That's what the headline of every article should have been. Man shot after domestic 911 call to residents. But no, 
But no, the sick companies, the sick media companies have to spin it. Black man shot by cop in Wisconsin. There needs to be some type of legislation where they can't say things a certain way. Because it's to the point now where it's not funny. They are getting cops killed. They are getting cities destroyed. They are getting businesses burnt to the ground. And LeBron James and his media and all the media talking heads get on there and they race bait our country. Our country, since George Floyd's death, is more racist than it's ever been since the KKK was relevant. I never even thought, I never think about race in my day. Do you think about race in your daily goings of your day? Until you hear from the far left media, until you hear these rich scumbags that got rich off us, mostly white people, telling us that, oh, America has a systematic racism problem. No, America has an entitlement problem. Uh, me, 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 attention problem. A lack of father in families problem. A lack of teaching proper things in school, indoctrinating our kids problem. A lack of accountability problem. Not a racial problem. The left is the only one who sees daily events through the prism of race. They are the racist, my friends. They are the racist. They are using... People in this country, their lives, their emotions, everything. They're using race to divide us. They hate you. They hate America. I can't stress this enough. This isn't a game, LeBron. This isn't basketball, LeBron. No one wants to see anyone die, period. Whether it's the hand of hands of the police or what. Okay. This man had priors. Shocker. They all have priors. This man was a criminal. Shocker. It was a 911 call. The police show up to a call. They didn't show up and intentionally mess with someone of a certain race. They responded to a 911 call. They don't care who's, on, as Giuliani said in the Republican convention, when the police are called, they don't care what color you are. They just show up. Stop it. Stop the narrative. What this man is doing, the reach he has to young kids, to especially young black kids in this country, and the message he's selling them is disgusting on a level. He, LeBron's statement just now and the rest of this statement you're going to hear is going to kill more black people than what those two cops did to Jacob, Jacob Blake. This statement is... Is going to cause more division and get more black people killed. Because this idiot doesn't know what he's talking about. He's selling hate and division. He shouldn't be allowed to say this. And unfortunately, the best things about you are also the worst things. Your best qualities are always a double-edged sword. The things that make you great also expose you to danger. For instance, America, freedom of speech, best thing on the planet. The problem is any idiot can say what they want. Another example, you wear your heart on your sleeve, beautiful thing, th thing to do. Problem is you're going to get hurt a ton.
What this man's saying is dangerous. Let's finish the rest of this. The guns fire. I know people get tired of hearing me say it, but we are scared as black people in America. Black men, black women, black kids, we are, we are terrified. Because you don't know. You have no idea. You have no idea how that cop that day left the house. You don't know if he walked on the good side of the bed. You don't know if he walked on the wrong side of the bed. You don't know if he had an argument at home with a significant other. Oh, so black kids are scared. Oh, you're so scared? You make millions of dollars in front of people every night playing NBA games. You're so scared? Really? Mr. Millionaire, you're so scared? Instead of hating on America, why don't you use your platform, say, hey, look at me. I was a poor kid from Akron, Ohio. Look what I came to be. This is what you could do in America. This is what you could do in this country. God bless America. I could not have done this anywhere else. I would have been just another stat, a poor person. But thanks to America and the opportunity I got, look what I made of myself with hard work. But no, what do you do with your platform, you national disgrace? You use it to attack the same country that gave you everything you have. You're in it. I can't. I can't. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. Back to the point before I start tearing up and yelling on the cam on camera. Oh, so the cop, you should be scared of the cop that you don't know is coming to get you who might have woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Really? No, what you really meant to say, you moron, that the cop should be scared for his life because he doesn't know if he gets to go home today because he's responding to a criminal who has a felony. He's responding to a criminal that's actually took out a gun at a bar. He's responding to a domestic call, which are the most dangerous, threatening calls of this country for a cop to take. So when he hears domestic call on that radio, he knows a gun could be pulled out on him he could die today no the cops the one who should be scared the cops the one who should be scared because they used the footage on his cam on his uniform against him not for him the cops should be scared why because even if he does the right thing he could be fired even if he does the right thing his family can lose their job just like uh rashad brooks his uh the cop the mother lost her his her job at the real estate company no they should be scared because some thug pulling out a gun no, they should be scared because they're going to be caught on camera and crucified and have their family attacked. No, the cops should be scared because and should be. I don't know why the cop does his job because he can do it to a T and he will be crucified. Why? Because a joker's like you on TV selling this message. Stop speaking, LeBron. You know what? Keep speaking because you ex you expose why no one should give you another dime in your life. No one should trust you. You're a national disgrace. The cops should be scared. They take the body cam footage that are supposed to protect officers and reuse it against them when it's convenient for them. It is sick. I said when what happened to George Floyd and how the tape was released in some of these cases, uh, Rashad Brooks and stuff. Unless every police station signs something where they say the footage needs to be immediately released to the public. You cannot edit it whatsoever. Until that's being done, I would never be a cop. Why? So they can use the footage and release parts of it against you and not for you? Are you kidding me?
Keep attacking our police, buddy. Keep it up. Let's finish this trash. I had a I had a comment. I can't we can't sit idle anymore. We can't let this joker just talk and not respond to it. Freedom of speech, right? I can play that game too. You know, but one of his kids said something crazy to him and he left the house steaming. Or maybe he just left the house saying that today is gonna be the end for one of these black people. That's what it feels like. Like we literally we want we want change. As a community, we really, we really want change. And it doesn't not only just end in November, but it starts there. Um, it starts there. And, um, but we gotta continue to still keep our foot on the pedal then. Even if we get what we want, we still have to, we still need more. What, is, what are we getting? Because right now, what's going on is not, it's just not okay. Did you hear what he just said? Even if we get what we want, we need more. What we're getting right now is not okay. Why didn't LeBron James just come out there and say, hey, what is all this burning, looting, and destroying of black businesses? What is it doing for your cause? If you think there's an issue with police brutality, what is burning, murdering, and looting do? It doesn't. It doesn't. Everybody is on your side when it comes to police brutality. I was a victim myself of police brutality, not on a major scale, when I was younger, when I was pulled over, telling me he's going to drop me to the floor. Do you see me saying all police are bad? Oh, so if one black guy does something to me, I'm supposed to say oh, all black people are bad? One Asian person, whatever? See, they make up these rules for you, but not for them. Why didn't he take this chance to say, hey, I don't like police brutality, but what you're doing in the streets isn't solving anything. It's making it worse. You need the other side to be on your side for change to happen. He takes his platform and uses it to divide America. I thought Trump was supposed to be the divider. Oh, no, 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 no. Once again, another chance, another demonstration of projection. The radical left of the dividers. Trump just exposed them. He took, he took the mask off. And now you see people for what they really are. Vote with your wallet and use your voice, my friends. This isn't going to stop until the bad white people make it stop. And I'm not talking about guns. I'm talking about standing up for what's right. I couldn't let it slide. So let's get into some funny stuff here. So <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump Jr. is hilarious. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram. He's hilarious. I posted this on our Facebook page. So someone attacked Donald Trump Jr. because he had a viral uh, Instagram video where he has an American uh, shirt on. And he's like, he's got two Red Bulls in his hand. Funny, likable relatable this is why we like the trumps it's like getting ready for the rnc let's go like it was funny it wasn't fake it was funny unlike elizabeth warren so someone attacked donald trump jr saying donald trump jr backstays it's a kermit the frog sniffing coke donald trump jr retweets it and goes you must have me confused with hunter biden 
who's a known drug addict with a Cofra. I mean, boom, dynamite. How about that? So that's pretty funny. So here is a quote from Burgess Owens, someone who liked one of her photos we did of him on Instagram. Okay. We do a lot of, we take quotes and we put pictures together. It's pretty cool. Follow us on Instagram. It's neat stuff. I'm not just saying that. But Burgess Owens says, he's a U.S. Uh, Congress candidate. If our friends in the media really wanted us to stop attacking their integrity, wouldn't they just develop some? Right? We can't attack your integrity if you had any, buddy. So Susan St. James says, the RNC ratings for the first night of the RNC on C-SPAN were six times that of the DNC. And I replied, hey, I thought, but the the polls have Biden ahead. <laughs> One from Cat Turd. This guy's hilarious. It's like a, it's like a kind of like Grumpy Cat. Rest in peace, Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat died, by the way, if you didn't know, like a couple years ago. So Cat Turd says, you ever notice when the Democrat groups start looting, rioting, burning? COVID-19 suddenly doesn't matter anymore, right? They pick and choose the cause they want to apply rules to at the time. And then the rules don't apply to them. We say this all the time. So here's one from Joel Pollock. Joe Biden did not condemn the riots in Wisconsin in his statement this morning, but condemned the police. Effectively, he gave the green light to nationwide mayhem, disqualifying election 2020. Bernie Sanders, Evers, all these politicians. They're green. LeBron James, they're green lining destroy America. And then they expect the taxpayers to clean up the mess with bailouts and everything else. Oh, here, burn your country down. Guess who's going to pay for it? You are sucker patriot American. You are who's trying to you're trying to feed your family amid this pandemic and teach your kids at the same time while trying to work, trying to go about your day. You're going to pay for it, sucker. What more can I say? So here's one for Brad, the Brad for Life, another great Twitter account. I'm pretty sure if Trump supporters were burning down businesses in the black community, the media wouldn't be calling them peaceful protesters, right? Different rules for them. Oh, so let's take this brief moment to talk about. So James Woods, there's a clip here. There was a group in D.C. the other day, Black Lives Matter protesters, shocking, right? It was going to restaurants. And forcing people to raise their fist up in the air in support of Black Lives Matter. And it's it's ironic when I saw this, I immediately thought of my Instagram account. Why? Not to bring up my Instagram. To bring up the fact that I was attacked for a post on Instagram that said it was basically a Star Trek meme where, oh, look, we're wearing Nazi outfits. We'll fit right in at the DNC. And I got attacked. I'm starting to get attacked a lot now. Shocker, right? When you stand up for your belief in, they want you to shut up and go away. Go away. That's because you're doing what's right, right? And they don't like it. So I was attacked and I was told, how do Nazis, how are Nazis similar to the Democratic Party? Well, this proves it. They want you to salute. They want you to bow down. Do what I say. Not what I do. And they want you to conform or die or get out of the way. Or we're going to burn, loot, and murder. And we control the media. How are they not like Nazis? That's the question. Not how are they like. How are they not? I would love for them not to be like Nazis. Get into this. Update on the Jake Blake story. So Town Hall. 
Kenosha business owners and rot residents speak out against rioters after they destroy buildings in a night of chaos. Buildings were on fire last night. Today on the news, I had to shut it off because we have, guess what? The Jacob family lawyered up. They lawyered up. And what did the lawyers do? This is black. This is what happens to blacks in America. Blah, blah, blah. Cops bad enough. The same talking points. Another black shot in broad daylight. Oh, you mean the police responded to a call against the criminal who has priors? They tried to wrestle him to do it without using force. He wrestled away, doesn't follow orders, get shot. That's what really happened. Okay. The only thing they'll be happy with is a dead cop. All right, so Monday nights were more rioting downtown. The owners of BLL, B&L, Office Furniture, Scott Carpenter and his mother Linda, told Town Hall that they had been in business for over 40 years and were extremely disheartened to see their store being torched. I don't know what's next, what we do next. Other than cleanup, I have some loose ends with some customers that we have going on. Scott said, adding, we can't leave our customers hanging, but I feel saddened because this is done. Linda said they'll keep trying to work. It's not justifiable, Scott said. We have insurance, yeah, but the insurance isn't there so someone can destroy your stuff. We pay for it. It causes the insurance rates to go up. It's basically theft. Whoever did this stole from us. 100%. And I said that in the last episode. Or it was a couple episodes ago when they, when remember that one Black Lives Matter ladies goes, oh, they have insurance. When you steal and when the people have to use their insurance, their rate goes up. They wouldn't know because half these people don't have jobs and just take and take and don't contribute to the economy. They just take. And what happens? The people that just take, oh, you're giving us stuff? Well, that's not good enough. We want more. It's not going to end. They want more. They want more. So Scott's warning to business owners who still have stores standing to be ready for Tuesday night. Yep, because there's a flyer going around that we posted. They're going to hit him again tonight. So what they do is, this is extremely orchestrated. There's groups orchestrating this. 100%. Because they know to hit hard the first two days, just like the flyer shows. And then they'll go away. Because why? By the time the National Guard comes in, they know they can't do it anymore. So they hit real hard the first two days and they disappear. Funny. This is organized. Extremely organized. And paid for by scum celebrities that you well know and love. Keep supporting them. So that's enough of that. So let's get into this. A good change of pace here. I promise. Good change of pace. So. <laughs> wait till you hear this. You got to be sitting down for this. Wait till you hear this. This is an RT news article. Corona. And this is fact checked. There's a couple people posting about this. So this is real. This is not fake. Corona. Fied chicken get it kfc pauses its finger licking good slogan gets mocked for delusional public health stance so as covid19 ushers in a new era of hand hygiene fast food giant kfc has opted to pause the company's trademark it's finger licking good though the move has been widely panned online as completely nonsensical Effective August 24th. This is not a joke. This is not a joke. 
it is the first time the company has paused its slogan on such a scale in 64 years. The, offend, the offending catchphrase will now be blurred out in stores across North America, parts of Europe and Asia. They are already pulling ads. There are more than 150 complaints to the UK's Advertising Standards Authority back in March when KFC ran an ad campaign showing people licking their own and each other's fingers while eating fried chicken. So now you can't say finger licking good because you're spreading COVID-19. Nothing is safe. Nothing is safe. If this isn't safe, nothing's safe. I don't know how other to say it to you. So here's a quote. We find ourselves in a unique situation having an iconic slogan that doesn't quite fit the current environment. This is real, folks. This this sounds like something out of The Onion. This sounds like something out of The Twilight Zone. This is sounds like a comedy movie. This isn't comedy. This is 2020, my friends. This is sick. Full to the heart attack chicken restaurant for having the courage to take a stand for public health. Right? They're selling food that, if you have too much of it, is not good for you. But then they want to stop finger licking good because of COVID. I mean, I'm, I am deeply troubled. Deeply troubled. So that's enough of this. KFC is pausing his slogan because it just doesn't want you to lick your fingers. I needed a laugh. Thanks. <laughs> this is a fish. This is another tweet. <laughs> This is officially the dumbest thing I've seen today, but it's an early evening. I'm sure something will top it. Stupid seems fairly common in these days. Bingo, Jared. You are 100% correct. I'm not surprised. Are you surprised by anything that's going on anymore? It's to the point where an alien would show up outside my door and I'd just wave to it and be like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I mean, I'm, we are becoming comfortably numb, my friends. It is. It's scary. So enough of that. Good article. Little change of pace. So we got three more left, and then we'll send you on your way for night two of the RNC. So let's hit this Gateway Pundit article. National Park Service approves 50K person. Get knees, get your knees off our necks, March in Washington. And they won't enforce mass or social distancing. Shocker, more rules for thee, not for me. So, Gateway Pundit, enjoying your trial of Marxism? The National Park Service approved a 50,000-person march on Washington, led by Ray Spader Al Sharpton. Oh, boy. And Reverend Mac Mark Thompson, amid a pandemic that apparently only restricts large gatherings of Christians and Trump supporters, right? The Gateway Pundit is smack on. The march dubbed Get Your Knees Off Our Necks will take place on August 28th, which is the 57th anniversary of Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Because when I think of Martin Luther King and all the great things he did, I think of that scum Al Sharpton. I just put those two together because they're one and the same, right? <sighs> the protesters will march from the Lincoln Memorial to the National Mall. So here is... A quote from Bowser, the D.C. mayor. Beginning today, Monday, July 27th, anyone coming into Washington, D.C. 
from a high-risk state who was traveling from, for non-essential activities will be required to self-quarantine for 14 days. But now, if you're in this march, that doesn't matter. It goes out the window because people who don't obey the law can do whatever they want. And people that follow laws have to follow some more rules. Because why? Because we make up the rules. Because we're the radical left and we do what we want. Keep voting for these people. They're not even people. They're subhuman. They're subhuman, power-hungry, disgusting, uh, anti-American, treasonous. Uh, can I keep going? I could tell you what I think should be done with them, but it's not. Uh, use your imagination. Cuban-born Maximo Alvarez warns against socialism in an emotional RNC speech. We cannot let them take over our country. Florida businessman Maximo Alvarez is a Fox News article warned against the empty promises of socialism during an impassioned speech at the RNC on Monday. Alvarez, the founder of the Sunshine Gasoline Distributors, fled Cuba with his parents at the age of 13 as Fidel Castro and his communist regime took control of the island. Speaking in support of President Trump, an emotional Alvarez alleged that the Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden is mostly concerned about power and would allow socialist policies to take hold in America. 100%. I've seen movements like this before. I've seen ideas like this before. I'm here to tell you we cannot let them take over our country. I heard the promises of Fidel Castro. I can even forget all those who grew up around me, who looked like me, who suffered and starved and died because they believed those empty promises. They swallowed the communist poison pill. Alvarez argued that policies favored by prominent Democrats, such as the free health care and calls to defund the police, are false promises that sound familiar to him because based on his experience in Cuba, the Trump administration has accused Biden and running mate Kamala Harris of embracing far less policies in their platform. Yeah, they want to turn America into Venezuela. They want America to fall because they're not for America. They're covert. They might as well be spies for another country. They hate America. The country I was born in is gone. Totally destroyed, Alvarez said. When I watch the news in Seattle, Chicago, and Portland, when I see history being rewritten, when I hear the promises, I hear the echoes of a former life I never wanted to hear again. I see shadows I thought I had outrun. I'm getting jerked up just listening, just thinking about him saying this again. Alvarez said he's grateful that he was able to build my American dream through hard work and determination. President Trump is fighting the forces of anarchy and communism, and now he will continue to do just that. And what about his opponent and the rest of the DNC's, the DC swamp? I have no doubt they will hand the country over to those dangerous forces, Alvarez said. So I am going to link his speech in the show notes. I encourage you to please listen to it. Please listen to it. So let's find out who's talking tonight. Okay, so speaking tonight, who do I know? Pam Bondi, okay. Out of Florida. Rand Paul, there we go. Like Rand Paul. Who else? Nicholas Sandman, the kid. Remember that Indian uh, 
tribe that walked him down on DC and banged the drum in his ear. And, and Sandman was wearing the MAGA hat and recently won a huge settlement for CNN and another company for millions of dollars. He's going to be speaking tonight. So hopefully he'll resonate with kids across the country. Eric Trump, Melania Trump, Tiffany Trump. So that's all I see for tonight. Um, sounds like a decent lineup. I don't know if it will be better than night one, but there's only way to find out, right? Tune in to find out. I suggest watching it on YouTube. Uh, right side broadcasting would be my first selection. If not, just search RNC live YouTube. Okay, I would choose right side broadcasting first. If not, just search RNC live because Fox News should be ashamed for how they covered it yesterday. And I, I don't want to give CNN ratings. So please check out his speech if you get the chance. It's seven minutes long. It's amazing. You have to watch it. And you should show your college kids or high school kids the video. It's extremely important. It's extremely important that you hear and see that speech. So thanks for hanging out. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will come back to you tomorrow and talk about what happened tonight at RNC. Thanks for hanging out, guys. See you tomorrow. Be safe, Patriots. Thanks for listening. Catch a new episode of Just Say It every Monday through Thursday. Available on YouTube and every major podcast platform. Got something to say? Meet other patriots and join the conversation at jsipodcast.com.